Well, good day, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of the 21st Century Business Podcast. Today, I'm quite excited. I've got somebody uh, very, very colorful and uh, very, very interesting um, who has done very, very well for himself, not only for himself, but has helped many other people, um, you know, live their, you know, the life of their dreams in terms of enabling them to be able to earn an income. So as we always say here at the 21st Century Business Podcast, we want to talk to people who are doing incredible things and who are having an incredible impact. So um, let me welcome Hardas van Pletsen. How are you, Hardas? I'm really, really well. Thank you, Lonwabo, and thanks for the, for the welcome. Nice to be here today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So how was the holiday? My holiday was good. Um, we uh, we uh, left uh, on the 4th of December. And we went down to St. Francis Bay. We have a holiday home there and we came back on the 4th of January. So it was a it was a full month away from Johannesburg in the city. And it was nice to be out in the sun. It was nice for the kids to do their thing. Um, it was nice for me to be able to work without being interrupted by people. Um, but we had a spectacular time. Happy to be back. Happy to get this year going. Happy to, to be making gangster money this year. Awesome. Ready for it. Awesome. So for those of you guys who don't know, when he talks about St. Francis, you must know that's where all the rich people go for holiday, right? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, I live uh, not too far from, I, I come from not too far from St. Francis, that's Port Elizabeth. And I know, you know, all the rich friends I have in PE, they've all got holiday houses there or they go there on holiday, whatever the case is, you know. So, but before we get into, into that, you know, tell us about, you know, who Hardas is. And I think one of the, 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 the issues I really want you to maybe, you know, touch into, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, we live in South Africa, right? You and I don't care about black and white. Uh, but the reality of the, of the situation is that a lot of people in South Africa, you know, do care about that. And I think it's mainly the media, the politics, and, you know, who are making a bigger issue than what it is. Um, I've got a lot of friends, you know, who... Uh, with this, this this notion that if you are white, it means that you come from a rich family and therefore you are rich, right? And you never have to work hard for anything. And I've got friends who have literally proven to me, you know, um, that that's not always the case, right? I've got a friend, you know, his father used to work for a, a tire company and, um, you know, he was not really educated, but this guy studied, he became a lawyer. Now he runs one of the biggest practices in the Eastern Cape. And you know, he's done well for himself. And you know, having worked closely with him, I realized that it's 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 not always the case that they, because of the skin color that the person is privileged or you know they've had everything you know handed down to them. So as you are telling us who Hardas is, maybe start from you know from where you were born, how did you grow up, and um, you know the kind of work you had to do you know to to get to where you are today. Okay, um, that's an interesting start. So I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you that I grew up in the dust. If I say in the dust, I'm, I'm properly saying in the dust. So I'll give you a little bit more information. Um, I grew up in a little town called Ruval in the southern Free State. My dad was an accountant and he was the town clerk uh, of this little town. Now, you know, when you're the town clerk of the town, you get paid by the government. And uh, everyone in the town felt that my family worked for them because we were you know they could they could ask for anything because my dad was paid by the government but in any case 
When I say I grew up in the dust, I went to this very small school. I had uh, 12 children in my class that included me. And I was unlucky or lucky enough that uh, the rich people in the town, those children of those people, they were in my class. So this town only had one doctor, one of those kids were in my class, one attorney, one pharmacist, three rich farmers. I think I was about 12 years old when I realized that people looked down on me and my family because we didn't make as much money as, as they did. Mm. And some of you listening to this podcast and watching me today will will identify with what I'm saying because somewhere in your life, people look down on you because of your color, mm. or your race, or your religion, or where you grew up, or the clothes you wear, or where you live, sure. or the car that you drive or not. So I guess I was about 12 years old when um, when I decided... I want to make a lot of money so that I can look down on other people. <laughs> <laughs> I always find that interesting. Sure. That's where I started. So I, I really grew up in the dust. I mean, I was talking to um, people this week and uh, I love my mother to bits and she's a wonderful woman, but we would wake up in the morning and she'd say, the sun is shining. Now leave the house and I don't want to see you until the sun sets. Wow. Um, and we had to go and look after ourselves and keep ourselves busy. I mean, the, the town is literally, if I say in the dust, uh, even today, there's no traffic light, there's no tar road. It, it, it's, I grew up in the dust. And it was great. I had a fantastic time. I, for high school, I went to an agricultural school because I was going to become a farmer. And somewhere in 1985, I realized, I was about 16 years old, I realized that where I come from, I'll never become rich from farming. Mm. Um, and then one night at this boarding house where I stayed there was a program about the stock market and on TV they had this insert of how the stock market was booming now, if you're old enough or you can go and google it the stock market was booming from 1983 to 87 and October 87 we had a big crash mm. so right in the middle of that one night I was I was allowed to watch the news and there was this insert and they also spoke about what was the 10 highest paying jobs in the country at that time. And being a stockbroker was number one. So that made me decide I want to become a stockbroker. I was tired of uh, my father saying to me, find a job, work there for 40 years, and then you retire and die. Mm. Because I didn't know anyone who did that, who became rich. So, uh, so yeah, the next morning I went to the tiki box, which is, you know, a telephone where you put coins in if you want to phone someone. Yeah, And I had some, some cattle on the farm. And I said to my dad, please sell some of that cattle, open a trading account in your name, which is what he did. And I had 12,000 rand together, which I must tell you, 35 odd years ago was an obscene amount of money. You could buy a car cash for that, a nice car. And uh, I walked to town that Sunday uh, because the school where I went to, it was a, a good 10 kilometers out of town. And I went and bought the newspaper and then came back to my uh, boarding house and went inky pinky ponky. I looked at the share price page in the newspaper and, and, and phoned my dad and said, buy these shares. And two years later, my 12,000 rand was worth more than 100,000 and I was rich. So, but um, in that process, were you not afraid of losing the money? I didn't know enough to be scared. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. Yes, I, I mean, really, let me tell you, I mean, I started trading, well, at that time, I'm going to call it investing. 
were just buying shares. It wasn't even investing because I didn't know anything. I mean, I would walk to town once a week on a Sunday. We were not allowed to go to town except for on a Sunday. And then half an hour before church started, the cafe would be open. And then when it's church, it would be closed. And then half an hour afterwards. So I would go and buy the newspaper. And I'd look at the share prices and take a calculator. And I'd have more money than the previous week. Everything was going in my favor. Mm. I mean, I started trading. Uh, after a while, I realized, okay, there was no books about trading at the, at the school library. So I kind of, oh, that's a whole story by itself. I mean, I wrote letters to publishers in America and said, what books do you have about trading? Mm. And then they'd write a letter back and say, these are the books we have. And I'd write another letter and say, wow, well, you know, how can I buy these books? And they... That must have taken ages, eh? Oh, and then the, the, good, the back and forth. Yeah, it took me a good three or four months before I would find a book. But I started drawing graphs by hand. I would buy graph paper and, and take pencil and, and an eraser and I'd... Once a week, I'd look at the prices and I'd draw the graphs. And that's where I started, long before there was even computers. Wow. Mm. Wow. And then, um, and then, you know, you come from this, you know, small town in, the, in, in Free State. And then how did you get to Joburg? And how did you then get into the financial uh, services as we know it today? Okay. So that's a cool question. I... Um, I started trading or investing rather in 1985. I told you I had this money, I bought these shares. In 87, in my matric year, I had all this money. And in October 87, very close to me writing my final exams, the stock market crashed. And in two wow. weeks, I lost half my money. Wow. Uh, and I suddenly realized that you, you needed to have knowledge if you want to make money consistently. Um, I then dodged university by telling my dad that I wanted to go to the army, which I did for two years. Um, I spent the last six months in hospital. I had a motorbike accident, so I crashed and messed up my face a little bit. But I wasn't interested in the army. I was interested in, in investing and making money from, from trading. So when I finished the army, I dodged university again by saying to my dad, I wanted to come to Johannesburg and find a job on the stock exchange, which is what I did. I arrived in Joburg on, uh, in January 1990. It was the first time in my life in such a big city. Mm. I, I rented a room and a house in a commune, and I found a job at the JSE. And four years later, I was living, at the age of 23, I was living in a mansion in Bedford View, and I had a convertible Rolls Royce, and I was... wow. I was making 200,000 in a month okay. T trading. T tell me about the job in the, in the, in the JSE. What, <laughs> what, what was your job there and, and what are some of the... I mean, you might have learned something there for you to be able to, to live the life you're just telling us about now. The very first job I ever found was with a company called uh, Progressive Systems College. They were the first people who, who, who taught people about trading in South Africa. So I went and interviewed uh, at this place, saw an ad in the, in the Reader's Digest. And, and during the interview, the guy said to me, uh, I said, what will my job be? And he said, well, you'll, you'll enroll people on the, on the course. So I thought, okay, people will stand in a queue and I'll help them with the paperwork. And then I said to him, well, how much can I earn? And he said, well, you'll make about 2,000 Rand a month. And I said to him, I want this job because I'm making 525 Rand a month as a lieutenant in the army. Mm. So he turned around and he said to me, I have to tell you that it's a commission-only job. And I was too embarrassed to 
say to him, well, what does that mean? So I just said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when I started the job, it took me about three weeks to kind of work out I was actually a salesman selling these courses to, to, to people to learn to trade. But, wow. you know, I was so excited and into the stock market that everything they told me, I just went and did. Like I arrived the first day and, and they said, everyone wants to learn to trade. So that night I drove home and I put petrol in my car and I, I saw the owner of the filling station and I walked up to him and said, have you ever traded? And he said, no. And I, I said, why not? And he said, I don't have knowledge. And I said, well, let me grab my briefcase. I'll show you how you can learn. And I signed up my, my first student. Wow. And I'll never forget my first paycheck in 1990 as a 19-year-old after tax and deduction was 5,150 rand, which was more than double what my dad earned as an accountant in a town From club. sales. From sales. Very, very powerful. Um, absolutely from sales. I mean, I've, I've always made more money than most professional people by far because of sales. So that's where I started. Um, yeah, and I never looked back. I've always been involved in teaching people how to trade. Sure. That's made me a lot of money. And then eventually my, our own stockbroking firm because, you know, there's so many poor players out there in the market that sure. we were kind of forced to do that. Sure. Uh, but that's all I've known my whole life. I've done nothing else. Sure. So we had a guest here, the, you know, the previous week, and she was telling us about the fact that um, she attended a stock market college and that really gave her, you know, the knowledge she needed. Now she works for one of the brokers. She's a business development manager. She was, she had all good things to say about the stock market college um, and of which you are the CEO and founder of. So tell us about what you guys do at the stock market college. Well, what we do is we're the father <laughs> and the mother of thousands and thousands of people who make their living from trading, from being a mentor, from managing people's money, from working at broking firms. Um, we started, I started Stock Market College originally in 1994. When I was 24 years old, it was a case of, I got tired of people asking me how I was making all this money. Uh, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna start charging them. I'm, I'm not doing this for free. Sure. So I had the business for a few years, then sold it and went and lived in Australia for a year uh, and then came back, worked with a listed company for a few years. And then I restarted Stock Market College in 2002. And it's always been a case of where we want to take people from the very, very basics as absolute beginners and train them step by step, coach them along the way and turn them into professional traders, people who, who can either you know, make money for themselves because that's why they got involved. Or people want to pursue it as a career. That's what we do at Stock Market College. Sure. We, we, we provide people with the knowledge, the tools, the education to, to go and make a success. Sure. If they do their part. Sure, sure. It must be a fulfilling business. I mean, you guys celebrated recently 20 years and I like the term you're using that you are the mother and the father of so many different people who are yeah. making a living in the financial services because of what the stock market, you know, provides. So, you know, when you were celebrating the 20 years, I think it was sometime last last year. Yeah. Um, you know, looking back, you know, you know, uh, you know, down memory lane, you know, how are you guys feeling about what you guys have accomplished thus far? Look, we... 
we're really happy about how how far along we've come. I think in South Africa, you know, for a business to to get to a twenty year birthday anniversary, sure. whatever you want to call it, in the education industry is really cool. Sure. But for us, it's it's really the start. You know, what's absolutely quite amazing is COVID's changed us as a business. Before sure. before COVID happened, we had this huge campus. We had. Uh, 500 students on average a day at the campus. Our biggest lecture room took 186 people. Um, COVID's changed all of that. People want to, people want to learn online. Mm. People want to don't want to drive places anymore. People want to have education available, 24 hours a day wherever it suits them. So COVID's done us those kind of favors. But uh, I'm telling you this because I want to tell you that we are now. We are now selling our product. Uh, we are now finding students coming online, signing up with our business from all over the world. Um, sure. You know, we send out, uh, uh, we've got this WhatsApp channel that works exceptionally well with communication uh, with, with students. You know, before, we always struggled to phone people and speak to them because no one wants to answer their phone. People don't look at their SMSs anymore. Uh, uh, People definitely don't read emails like they used to. Uh, I mean, I'm one of those that that have 500 SMSs outstanding and 6,000 <laughs> emails, and, sure. and I only answer my phone because I'm in business. Um, sure. But uh, if you see now, on a daily basis, we, we're getting people signing up. Uh, we had a student from Guatemala yesterday. Wow. We have people from India enrolling on the course, the United States, uh, Holland, United Arab Emirates, a higher and higher and higher percentage of our students are starting to come from outside of South Africa. Wow. This is impressive. Yeah. So it means uh, stock market has gone global. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what made us go global. Um, you know, about a year ago, Oh, this is so cool to talk about. Um, I mean, we live in South Africa. Sure. Uh, I don't know about you and the viewers that we have, but we all know that our government's really poor. Sure. We as South Africans have to make things happen for ourselves. We, we're not going to get help from anywhere else. Sure. So, so what COVID did is it, it, it enabled us to start, because we went online, it enabled us to start enrolling people from all over the world and then something interesting happened. We we got people saying to us, but what is this RAND thing? How am I going to, my school fees for this course, what is RANDs? What is RANDs? Uh, uh, because now, you know, I'm getting someone from the UK signing up and someone from Kenya and someone from Nigeria and another person from Mauritius. So, so we turned around and said, well, our students actually said, why don't you put your why don't you put your course fees in US dollars so that we all can understand exactly how it works. Sure. So what we did a year ago, we registered a company in America. We called it Stock Market College. We opened a bank account. We got all the facilities in place. And, and from July last year, all our students are exclusively becoming students of our American business where their school fees are or in US dollars, and that's allowed us to to expand mm. all over the world. And now it's just picking up momentum. Wow. I mean, if we look at the success we've made in 20 years here, um, imagine you're fishing in a little pond and suddenly the, 
the ocean is available to you. Sure. So we're excited. We think the next 20 years are going to be Yeah, no, smashing. it really sounds exciting. Now, so from from what I hear and I understand about the stock market college is that you literally provide opportunities in two ways, but we haven't spoken about the the second way. The first way is um, you educate people about the financial markets. They yes. can trade for themselves, um, or they can you know find other opportunities within the financial services. Um, so, but that's one side. But then you've also recently created another opportunity for people. I like the fact that you were talking about the fact that from the sales you made, you were earning two times what your father was earning, who was an accountant, right? Yes. Very very important guys to understand sales. There's money there, so so now you've also got the affiliate um, model as well, yes. and I hear that you've been having some good successes there. People are making money, the business is growing. So can you tell us more about that particular opportunity? So if someone is sitting at home, you know, thinking, you know what, um, I'm not really good at trading, you know, or maybe I don't even have the money to trade, you know, whatever the case is. But I'm more inclined into the sales environment. You know, um, you know how does that work, and and how can one you know be part of that? Okay, so I'm going to give you a longer answer because I think sure. that'll make it make sense for people watching and listening to the podcast. So I've now already explained that we've been in business for twenty odd years, and the biggest challenge for an education business it doesn't matter if it's us or if it's uh, a university or if it's Damlin or anyone else's, you obviously have to spend money on marketing, finding students, making them aware that you are in business sure. so that they can consider you as an option. So over the last few years, we've spent obscene amounts of money on Google advertising, uh, Facebook, Instagram. When I say obscene amounts of money, I'm, I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of rands in a in a single month and you know sometimes it generates fantastic interest with the right kind of people that we wanted students and other times it doesn't so our affiliate program actually uh, started by i'm going to say by accident we got lucky we um i had a, a guy called dumasani phone me one night from richards bay and he said listen i uh, i heard about your college how do i sign up so I explained a bit to him and I said, look, there's this lady, Tracy Sanene, she can help you and she can do the paperwork and she sent him an email and he concluded all the paperwork and he became a student. And he started trading and he started doing really, really well. Mm. And then he, he phoned me back and he said, you know what, I'm in Richards Bay, won't you send someone here and come and do a presentation for us? There's other people that see the money that I make and they would like to find out more. So we said, no problem. We popped old Tracy on a... On a little aeroplane, she flew directly to Richards Bay. He fetched her at the airport. We rented an auditorium from the municipality, and he had about 50-odd people attend. Mm. And after that presentation, she enrolled 32 of the 50-odd people that wow. <laughs> attended. Because people are hungry for knowledge. People are hungry for, for taking charge of their own money. money. People are tired of being ripped off by scamsters. You know, sure. you go on to, to Instagram and you, you see all these people who pretend to have a success and and what they've achieved and they say to people, give your money to us and then they run away with it. So Tracy signed up 32 uh, 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 people and it was obviously great. Um, Dumasani then phoned me and said, Ardis, we've been so successful. 
I just want to finalize. What is the commission you're paying me? <laughs> he says after people have signed up. After people have signed up. So I said to him, hang on, Demisani, I'm a bit confused. I mean, we've done all this work. We've we've sent someone there. Why would we pay you commission? And he said something really, really interesting. He said to me, Ardis, if I didn't get these people together, you never would have had them as clients. Sure. How else would you have found these people? And that made sense to me. And I said to him, you know what? On the spur of the moment, I said, you know what, Dumasani? We're going to pay you 25% commission of all school fees because that's well within our marketing budget. Sure. And you can imagine on 32 new students, it was a nice, tidy sum of money. Sure. So Tracy was booked into the hotel for uh, for the night. And she phoned me after a while and she said, listen, uh, I'm really hungry, but I can't go anywhere. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, people are knocking on the hotel, <laughs> coming to the reception, wanting to see me because some of the people that Dumasani uh, brought and signed up, they found out that we paid him commission. Wow. Now they're inviting other people because they're saying, well, if you can pay commission to Dumasani, why can't you pay commission to us? Sure. <laughs> yep. Interesting. <laughs> I would have asked the same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was how our affiliate program was born. I mean, we spend 50% of all student fees on marketing. And we thought, okay, here's a good opportunity. Rather than making, what's his name, Zuckerberg rich, let's rather share that money with sure. our existing clients. Because when an existing client brings us a student, the person already knows about our business. They know the credibility. They And they are more the kind of person that we'd like as a student. Sure, They're pre-qualified because they are friends of or known to someone who's already a client of ours, which means that they move in the right kind of circle. Sure. So so when this really started taking off, we said, okay, now we've got to make it a professional thing. So we we put together an affiliate agreement so that anyone who becomes our affiliate understands what are the terms and conditions. You promise to do this, we promise to do that. We have a professional business relationship. Sure. Then we put together an online management system where you could see who signs up and when did they sign up and what do they pay and and i think what makes a big difference is we also pay our affiliates commissions on all recurring fees so if someone does not pay up front for our course they they make this investment on a monthly basis the affiliate also receives commissions monthly so you know we needed a system for them mm. to track this and say I know when I'm going to get my money. I know how much it's going to be. I know where it's coming from. And it's boomed. This is, I think, the major reason why we're getting clients from all over the world because we provide our affiliates with the tools, uh, approved marketing material. It's now easy for someone to say, I put something on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever, and I drive traffic to Stock Market College of, of the kind of traffic that are people that say, I want to learn to trade. I want to make more money sure. from a business on a part-time basis. But yeah, we are we are excited that we'll get to the point where we'll be enrolling thousands of new clients wow. and wow. students on a monthly basis. Wow. I, I, I can see why that's going to happen. Um, so, you know, so if I'm understanding you correctly, you know, this is really like a very powerful uh, win situation here because I'm a student um, of the stock market college, but I don't have to wait for me 
to master trading because like anything you learn right you're not going to get it right the first time okay it's yeah. going to it's going to take time like anything else in life so but while I'm learning I can also start earning as an affiliate yes now do I have to pay money to be an affiliate or does it happen automatically so uh, that's such an interesting question i mean it's uh, it makes me smile so what we did when we started this whole thing we said we are not going to charge people a fee to be an affiliate when they enroll on the course um we make this opportunity to them available and they can choose if they want to do it or not no one's no one's forced sure. to be an affiliate uh, there are people who genuinely just want to learn to trade and sure. they have no interest in referring someone to us sure and then there are other people that that are are interested in referring a few people who then refer a few people so it's financially viable for them but uh, i mean i'm i'm giving you the long answer because something really interesting happened we are now finding that we have people approaching us who are so interested in the business opportunity because they see that there are people now making 10 and 20 and 50 and 100,000 rand a month in commissions wow <laughs> So so they're not that interested in trading. So what's important to us as a business is we've said we want our brand to be represented properly. Sure. So we'd like people who want to be affiliates they they need to know what they're doing. Sure. So so we've now set up our system where you enroll on the course and then you have the affiliate opportunity available. Um and then we used to say okay well you know you have to enroll in the course to become an affiliate and that didn't sound and work so well so we've changed things now and said look for the same fee that you sign up to be a student of the course you can buy into the affiliate opportunity mm-hmm. but we're giving you the course then for free. thrown into the deal sure for free so it's just how you say it it's the same thing sure if you sign up for the course you have the opportunity to be an affiliate if you sign up as an affiliate you have the opportunity to learn to trade it's the same thing sure. it's just some people are a lot more excited about the business opportunity and all the money that they can make and some people are more excited about trading um and learning to trade and then there's obviously a batch of people in the middle so in this way we accommodate everyone without anyone feeling sure um sure. forced to do the one or the other sure i am in one of the the whatsapp group i must say guys the the support that's there is really phenomenal um you know if you do become an affiliate um one thing that i do know for sure is that you know the support is there you know for people who want to grow their business as affiliates um you know i like the fact that you say that there's people earning you know 100,000 so guys i don't know about you but 100,000 is a lot of money and um so if uh, if uh, if being an affiliate is something that you are looking at or want to learn to trade um we are going to put you know all the details in the description below um please do make sure that you 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 actually click on the link and uh sign up to be an affiliate uh, we're going to also put a a full presentation of what the stock market market college is all about you're also going to learn about quick trade maybe before we close it off we're going to talk about briefly about what quick trade is um why quick trade was actually created after the stock market college uh but all the information guys also the links to follow uh for the stock market college social media platforms um they're all going to be in the description below so make sure that you you check that out so Before we close Hardas um I really really had fun this in this interview um you know tell us about the the about quick trade 
uh, I hear you guys are one of the, the few companies who've got uh, this ODP license. You know that there's quite a lot of uh, unscrupulous characters, you know, who pretend to be brokers or who are brokers, but then they're not fully licensed and stuff like that. But I hear you guys stand head above shoulders. So tell me about, about um, you know, a quick trade. Okay, so let me give you the basics. Um, 10, 12, somewhere in 2008, you know, we, we were enrolling all these people on, on the course and and then we suddenly realized and said, uh, we're signing up people and giving them education, but we're not helping them to recover the investment they've made. I mean, when you go to university and you study to be a doctor, you go and practice as a doctor so that you justify the varsity fees. Sure. And you can now say, you know, I've got the skill and this knowledge and look at what it's done for me. So, uh, so we used to just enroll people on the course and then we, we made a conscious decision to say every person that enrolls in the course, we need to refer this person to a broker sure. so that they can open a trading account, deposit money, start trading, make some profits to justify the time and money and energy that they've spent on the course. And that's where our problem started. We suddenly realized that people in the financial services industry are not, not that upstanding and not that credible or, sure. or, or nowhere near what we thought they should be sure so the first broker we became an introducing broker which means that we introduced people to a broker and they would pay us commission for that so the first broker we used we gave them like two thousand odd clients and they cheated us with money didn't pay us a cent mm. the next broker the service to our clients was so poor that the clients got angry with us mm. uh, so we moved to the next broker it was a listed company we gave them few thousand clients and then they said well we're only interested in the big ones we don't want the rats and mice as they mm. called it wow <laughs> so eventually after six or seven or even eight failed attempts at finding someone decent we decided in 2014 to to start our own broking firm so that we can control the service and the quality and the and the experience that our clients receive sure and and I and I have to tell you, we are really proud. We people are calling us a premium broker. We are not like the riffraff, raff, and the rubbish that's out there. We're properly licensed since 2014 as a financial services provider. But in 2019, the laws changed, and if you're in our space as a broker, you've got to be licensed as an over-the-counter derivatives provider. Mm. So we launched that application. And it took a good two and a half years for the FSCA to process it. And on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day 2022, we got our license. And since we got our license, two or three brokers have been closed down because wow. they are operating unlicensed illegally. And um, there are a few others that are being investigated by the FSCA. But it's a difficult situation for us because here we are we're complying with every single thing that we can and we are competing against people that don't have those restrictions. Sure. And you know, the South African public is an interesting, uh, interesting set of individuals. People don't seem to care. Um, Until they lose their money. Of course. But then it's too late. Yep. So, um, so that's been challenging for us is to educate people and make sure that they understand what are the risks that they run if... Uh, if they deal with a broker that's not properly licensed. Sure. But yeah, we've been, uh, since 2014, we've been running quick trade. It's going from strength to strength. We have uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of clients. 
I think what's happening now, it's just exactly as the stock market college business. On a daily basis, our percentage of new clients are growing higher percentages of, of, of clients outside of the borders of South Africa, which is ultimately what we want. We'd like sure. to expand our business worldwide. Sure. Um, and it's, it's getting there. Wow. 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 So guys, there you have it uh, from Mr. Hardas von Pletzen, um, who is the CEO of uh, Stock Market College and Quick Trade. Um, like I said, we're going to put all the uh, information in the description so that you can get in touch. We'll also put in his number. Um, I know he doesn't mind. We'll put his number as well there so you can get in touch with him. Um, make sure that you also follow. You know, they've got a very active social media uh, pages. Make sure that you follow them as well so that you can keep abreast of what is happening in the industry. Uh, Hardras, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Uh, maybe in closing, you know, um, I'm saying this in closing for the second time, but maybe in closing, you know, what, what will it take for, um, or, or maybe let me rather put it this way, what would be your, your parting message to a young South African out there who's been looking at uh, different ways of earning an income and is looking at people earning money through the Forex market and wants to get involved into the space, you know, what would be your, I know you've got a lot to say as far as that is concerned, but what would be your, your, your word of advice, you know, for, for such a young person? I'm going to say that education is key. Uh, applied knowledge is the key. What I see on a daily basis is people hear that you can make money from trading and they go and try it and they lose their money. Sure. And all it does is it gives the whole industry a bad name. Sure. Um, that's not good. Uh, I wish I could make sure that every single person who listens to this understands that it's like anything else in life. If I'm learning how to drive a car or learning how to swim or, 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 or studying to be a doctor or whatever, if I don't have the right education, I cannot expect to be successful consistently. Sure. So that's the first thing that, we, that I'd love to change. Um, Yes. Then the second thing is when you do business, do business with credible people. Um, don't don't open an, a trading account with an unlicensed broker. You, you you're causing problems for yourself down the line. Sure. Um, I mean, do things right. You know, I said it earlier, and I want to also. I'm going to say it again. We live in South Africa. No one's looking after you and me. Sure. If we don't look after ourselves, we're going to have problems. So here is an opportunity for people to get the knowledge and to to get the tools to to make a success. And that's the best thing about trading. Trading doesn't care if you're black or white. Sure. Trading doesn't care if you're rich or poor. Trading doesn't care if you went to a school in in a free state in the dust like I did, or if you went to to a private school here in Joburg where the fees are <laughs> Yeah, the fees. More, more than what my father earned in a year. Um, trading is a, um, I'm looking for the right English word. It's an equalizer. Sure. Everyone can start at the same place. Sure. And you can make a success if you do it right. So I guess maybe that's the most important thing to say. It's an equalizer. Wow. You have the same opportunity than everyone else. Wow. Um, and that's the part that I like. Guys, there you have it. Trading is an equalizer. Um, and uh, you want to make sure that you're dealing with the right and credible people who are fully licensed. 
and you want to make sure that you get the proper education and that is what stock market college provides thank you very much hardness guys if you found value in this um, in this podcast make sure that you subscribe make sure you click on the notification bell so that you know you can be notified when we do um you know uh, release new videos uh we are going to have hardness hopefully in the near future again uh maybe go a little bit more in depth into the stock market college which really really fascinates me i'm not sure whether it's because i'm a salesperson or not but it really fascinates me so um we're looking forward to that um thank you very much hardness thank you and have a great evening cheers